Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. We passed on the road this weekend. We passed a sign, and Caleb was like, I need you to say that because I have a feeling it's going to sound so Midwestern. And I want to type it at the top of this doc and make you guys both say it. Because then he was like, you know who would even sound even more Midwestern? It's us. <laughs> Those Midwestern nasal. Danny and Allie? Danny and Allie? Oh, man. You see it? It's not at the top. It's right. It's by the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. <laughs> Boot barn. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> burn. Boop. Burn. Danny, how would you say that? Boop burn. Boop burn. Boop burn. It's the boot burn. It's that boot burn. I was like, oh, the boot burn. That boot burn. Burn. Burn is. Uh, the burn. Bar- burn. How do you write? Burn. How would you normally say it? How do you say barn? Barn. It's more like barn. And we're like, burn. Boot burn. It's striking my boots. Boot burn. A boot burn. A booty burn. Oh, speaking of uh, that accent, Lindsay, why don't you uh, tell the audience what happened in the most recent uh, mass lighting in of new people to our fanny pack group? So there is a chance this person is making a joke. And Danny, maybe you'll remember because they did. Didn't they mention Cheryl too? No, that's a different person. Okay. This person said that the names of the hosts were Danny, Allie, <laughs> Lindsay Farne. <laughs> Does that translate? Spelled L I N D E S F A R N E. I told Allie that the most offensive part to me is that it's with an I, not a Y. <laughs> not even right. Huh? Danny, I wish you could hear the voice memos Lindsay and I sent back and forth. I'm like, Lindsay Farne. <laughs> oh, it's Lindsay Farm. It's like, I'm Allie, I'm Danny, and um, Lindsay Farne. <laughs> I'm Danny, I'm Allie, and I'm Lindsay Farney. <laughs> oh, Lindsvern. I wonder if it means something. Because somebody like clearly auto-corrected to Lindsvern. You can find Lindsvern at the boot barn. <laughs> Did you guys Google it? No. Well, it's Lindisfarne is Holy Island, an island off the coast of England. I'm sure that's what they meant. <gasps> oh my gosh, maybe it autocorrected for them. Maybe they're from England. Oh, could have been that, yeah. Hey, next time you go to the Lindisfarne, pick me up a uh, erotic <laughs> podcast. Okay, well, there was another funny question filled out with our names. So someone goes, I just started listening, but I think so far it's... <laughs> Allie, Danny, Lindsay, Cheryl, and Susan. <laughs> so I think they have no idea how many people host this podcast. <laughs> A lot of voices. Oh, I love it. That's why I don't auto-let in folks to the group. I want to read these. They make me laugh. <laughs> well, and the only other thing tied to us introducing ourselves is that, I don't know if you guys have noticed, people who follow us on Instagram, we've been putting up some videos, and we got a comment that we've gotten before, and it's that people had 
Allie's voice coming out of my face and vice versa. Out of her face. And so now when we introduce ourselves, we have to be like, welcome to Fangasm. I'm Lindsay, the blonde. I'm Allie, the brunette, with the same hair as Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) And Sirius Black and Jon Snow. (laughs) Your voice is so angelic that to be like, I'm Allie, but I also look like Weird Al. You know, it's like, (laughs) like, why? (laughs) Lindsay, tell us your theory on why you think that is. Oh, because I was like, we have shared so many personal, well, I have two theories. This person either always fast forwards this intro, which is fair, and they go right to the story. So they haven't heard Allie's, you know, countless incredible dark-haired men she's been for Halloween, how she can just easily <laughs> become... They're not really paying attention to the details. Yeah. Um, or me complaining that I can't uh, see in bright sunlight because my eyes are so light. Anyway, it's either that or I've decided that Allie has a more Midwestern accent than I do, and I have a more Midwestern look. So I like am I sort of look Swedish or like a Viking. Like I'm very much from Minnesota. Like a Lindsay Farn. <laughs> I look like Lindsay Farn. So, but Allie's voice is much more paired with that. Because Allie, if you don't hear her talk, it doesn't look like you're not like there's a Midwestern person. She's sort of like exotic and European. Mm-hmm. So this exotic goddess. Oh my God. And then she's like, pale, boot burn. <laughs> pale, Allie, boot burn, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my theory. Uh, People just got to pay better attention. They do. (laughs) Okay, to switch gears quickly, we have to talk about your bachelorette weekend. I was there, Allie, the brunette. Allie was there. Lindsay couldn't come and had the most intense case of FOMO the whole time. She was sad. I have a photo with Allie and my sister, and Emily looks a lot like you, Lindsay. So I think I'm just going (laughs) to Photoshop you onto her. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Or release that photo and say you were there. Because it's so... It's the, you know, dark hair, blonde hair, facial hair trio. It seems right. In some way. Yeah. We missed you the entire time. You would have had (laughs) both a great time, obviously, because it was the best time. But you also could have combusted into a puddle of feathers because (laughs) my friends had so many get to know you games, which I (laughs) loved. Same. But there was a lot of like get in order of or because we combined Marco's group of friends and, and mine But what's so nice is that it wasn't new for a lot of people. I think there was a lot of good reunions and just like having people from Chicago who we've brought together. But we also did some get to know you you games. So (laughs) in that scenario, you would have been um, hiding under an air mattress. I would have been the the broken ice. (laughs) There was a lot of games and activities and like teamwork and going up in front of the group and having to perform. Yes. Which we were on board with, Danny and I. <laughs> I fucking loved yeah. every second of it. Um, it was it was wonderful. We had this like huge place in Chicago. It was like an old factory. Friday night, we did 90s night. So everybody came and wore their best uh, 90s gear. And we had snacks and games. Friday, we did a cooking class during the day. And my friends joke that I have an, an aptitude for finding crab rangoon when I'm drunk. <laughs> when you get to a bachelor party, it's kind of like, hey, like, what is my personality? Do I have any personality? <laughs> and then my friend was like- You're getting it all reflected back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here are the things that you like. You love Crab Rangoon. And you know what? I'm like, I fucking do love Crab Rangoon. <laughs> so there was like a time period where I was like, oh, we could go to the casino. And my friend was like, oh yeah, we'll go do sports betting. I was like, no, that's not the one I want. <laughs> that is not my personality. <laughs> so Crab Rangoon was great. We came back here and napped and changed. And then that night we did the theme was rainbows and penises. And so Ugh. everybody had a, a color and Marco had this brilliant idea that we would show up in wedding dresses. Ugh. So 
the best. We went on Amazon. If you're looking for an extra Lindsay, just in case yours <laughs> doesn't come in or whatever, I have a size 22 uh, dress for you. Uh, <laughs> cut down. I was like, you know, I've, I think I filled out the boobs pretty well. And then um, it was just, we just like danced and laughed. There were games. They had this gross game where you had to like suck up pudding. Oh. And Marco was like spitting and swallowing oh. the pudding. It was horrifying. When he did it for the first time, I go, oh, oh, oh my <laughs> God. He was sucking because you guys were trying to find something in a bowl. So what he was doing is, is getting rid of the excess liquid from the bowl to make the search easier. Sucking it dry. And he was sucking it and spitting it on the table. But it was banana cream pudding. Yeah. It looked like jizz. And so he was spitting was and spitting and the bowl was huge and spitting. I have it all on film. And I was, I was sitting next to, I think <laughs> Megan. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, I can't even look. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh. <laughs> it was very messy. But he did win. So his strategy was effective. Well. I don't know. Oh. I'm the one that had uh, yogurt all over my beard. So I also feel like a winner. <laughs> And I lost. I felt so bad for you, Danny. I was like, oh, they did not take into account his facial hair into this. Forever. It's still sticky. Because <laughs> did you smell the banana cream the whole rest of the night? You had to have. Yes. And also, I have a terrible sense of smell, so I was okay. <laughs> okay. You know, I made it through. Okay. But I'm sure it was there. <laughs> and and then Sunny, we did a drag show, mm-hmm. which was super fun. Wait, it's so perfect. I never, I've never had a male dancer dance on me, and I did. I got that. In front of your father. <laughs> In front of my dad and family. How was that? And that was great. There was one point where he blindfolded. Well, first of all, he like, they were like, get a bunch of dollars together. And in that situation, I mean, you were totally getting scammed. I was like, everybody give me money. I think we got like, we got like a hundred dollars. I mean, it was was like a lot of money. So much money was being collected. He kept being like, go get more money. So I'm like, hi, can I have more money? Which like, I did not need more money. (laughs) And then, and then at the end, he's like, just fucking put it in that guy's underwear. So then I was like shoving like a lot of like I was trying to like plug some <laughs> plug horn something. Um, I felt his butt sweat. I was like, Ugh. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> but then he blindfolded me and Marco goes, his dick is out and it's on your body. And it was not, it was a dildo, but we have been in a situation before where Marco has had a pair of, uh, dancer testicles on his forehead. So I thought maybe it was happening. I don't know. This is the time. We'd already eaten. So it was great. <laughs> Danny, the best was to be just an observer of the situation because I kept looking between Margot's parents and your dad. Horrified. And it was the, the photo we have that got shared with the group of Marco's mom's reaction to everything it's happening. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I've looked at it a hundred times. Oh my gosh, Allie, did you meet Butch? Hell yeah, I did. Well, we met him before at the engagement party. Oh, duh. Yeah. But it's been years. But this was quality time this with is, Butch. This is QT with oh Butch. Oh my gosh. He was dishing out dollars, oh by my the way. Gosh. Butch at the drag show was my favorite because he was just kind of like, he would just like pass out the dollar bill. He yeah. like kind of would just like put it up in the air, very still face. You know, he wasn't dancing at all. He was just like, and here's your dollar. He was like mm. pensive. He's like, yeah, here we go. Here's the dollar. Here's the dollar you requested. <laughs> he was very reverent <laughs> yeah. for the show. The delivery. Yeah. It was at church. It was Sunday. It was great. We took I took off Monday, and so we ended up keeping the party going a little bit longer, which was great. Ended up at the Lucky Horseshoe. Um, in Chicago, which is a male review dance show. Have you ever been there? No. Male review dance show is far overselling it. It's, it's, (laughs) there's no dongs, but a lot of dancing. 
<laughs> okay. So I'll dance, no dong. <laughs> we had a great time. It's like right at Belmont. It's very easy to get to. Have I been there? Wow. Lucky Horseshoe, that's what it's called. It's like right next to the Blue Man Group, basically. I've been to the Blue Man Group. So you get blue <laughs> oh. and then get blonde. Excuse me, you mean uh, by the Marshalls? By the Marshalls? Right by the Marshalls. Oh, yeah, right by the Marshalls. <laughs> There's my landmark. <laughs> very close to the Marshalls. Yeah. So it was just, it was so full of love. Aww. And, you know, it was just like kind of a big milestone to get to. But our friends did such an incredible job planning. Um, Steve, who is uh, an active listener, I don't think Trey or Danielle listen, but Steve, if you're listening to this, we love you. And it was just really easy. You know, we typically throw big parties. So to not have to think about it and to, have everyone else think about it and us just to get to enjoy it was was such a gift. It was so great. Ugh. Steve, you did, I mean, everyone did an exceptional job, but Steve's costume was a riot at the double rainbow, penis and rainbow party. What was it? He was a, hold on, was he a non-binary son? Is that what he said he was? <laughs> I don't think I got that story, but he looked like an all yellow Miss Frizzle. <laughs> he did actually, <laughs> but he had this gorgeous sun crown. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. He was a non-binary. I think that's what he told me he was, but if I'm wrong, Steve, correct us. He was emanating, emanating light. It was beautiful. I was assigned the color purple. Oh my God. And I showed up in a prince costume <sighs> thinking I was going to look like Purple Rain Prince. Which you did. You definitely did. But the problem is, is when you show up to a group with most people came from musical theater, everyone thought I was from Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> no nerds. I'm Prince. No one thought I was Prince. Not a single person. <laughs> so funny. I knew, so I knew instantly funny. you looked great. <laughs> Friday night, you came with all these butterfly clips. Oh, I felt like myself again. You were back. It's been the part of me that's been missing for 20 years. For anyone who watched our fanny pack dance video, which was posted on Friday, that's why Allie was in a Green Day sweatshirt because she had bought it for the 90s. Yes. That was part of her look. Exactly. A little preview. That was half of my outfit on. My yeah. Easter egg. I should have known the whole time. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It was the best. And yeah, excited for the wedding in, in a month. And <laughs> excited to like not have any more wedding stuff. Then get to go to others and enjoy it too. <laughs> it's going to be great. But I'm relishing every minute of it now and just getting to touch just little damp butts of strippers. I mean, is it a month away? Yeah. A month and a day. Home stretch. I got to stop drinking. <laughs> we got, well, like last week was the first week where we had like a full week of being like healthy and then down the trash immediately. So. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're surrounded by like Dunkaroos and Pringles, I mean, what do you expect? Pizza Hut. Bowls and bowls of Cheetos. Oh, yeah. I had some Pizza Hut pizza on Friday and God, I haven't had Pizza Hut in so long, I was laughing. I was telling your sister that when I was in high school, I had a crush on this guy in my class and he worked at Pizza Hut. So I wanted to apply to work there, but I made my friend yeah. apply with me and she got the job and I didn't. <laughs> Did she fall in love with him and not you? Oh, uh, she didn't take it, but that would have been such a sad twist. Allie, that's like the one job you have not, not gotten. You didn't get. Yeah, I know. And she's still trying to prove herself to this day. Ever since it's been. Allie has had more jobs. That's my villain origin story. Kelly <laughs> the Hut. Pizza Hut. Well, we should probably, I would love to have just, we should have a whole podcast about bachelorette parties because that's so fun. But speaking of, wait, hold on. I can connect it. I can segue it. You were at Lucky's, what? Horseshoe. Lucky Horseshoe. Getting blue, getting blown. Blow job on the roof leading to going home. That's the blowdown, right? Yes. And we're back. And we're back. You took the longest route from- Yeah, she did not take ways. She, she did not take the ways from 
penis party Mm-mm. to penis party. No, I didn't. The thing that stood in my mind was your great blue man juke and <laughs> juke blue man joke and getting blown next to Marshall's. I got a stuck on Marshall's. Blue, the color of Marshall's. <laughs> blue, the discount tag at Marshall's. <laughs> blue was not the color Allie was assigned. She was assigned purple. They thought she was Hamilton. She's not going to miss her shot. A blowjob shot. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Wow. Let's blow it down. So yeah, MJ returned the uh, sexual favor on the roof, gave Peter a blowjob, and then asked the question she'd been dying to ask him all night, which is, let's go back to my place. Are you in love with me? (laughs) Which is, uh, do you want to see my dungeon basement? (laughs) And they got in a cab and were like sort of nervous. She almost forgot her house code. And then they were like sitting on the couch and she was like, fuck it, I'm going in. And she like got on his lap and then they started making out Yeah, on her couch. I think that's where we left off. Welcome home. Huzzah. You're reading, Lens. A-D-L-A-D. Oh, it is me. Mm-hmm. Boot barn. Oh, boot barn. Oh, the boot barn. As far as she was concerned, the only thing that mattered right now was the feeling of Peter the hot bartender nothing but the hard planes of his body underneath her hands. It was incredibly thrilling the way his muscles twitched and flexed as she roamed his body, as she mapped out the indentations of his abs through the thin fabric of his black tee. The image of him without the stupid shirt or pants flashed across her mind and her hips ground down unconsciously against the hardness in his jeans. What kind of t-shirt is he wearing? Just a black tee? I think she just means like, get those stupid clothes off. Clothes are stupid. It's not like he has like a big- Clown pants. A big <laughs> clown pants and a- Ew, He probably has a Buck and Bronco like employee of the month shirt. <laughs> Tearaways. That's what I thought. He had like a, a t-shirt with like the label of the bar on it. Yeah. Save a Bronco, ride the bartender. Yeah. That's what his shirt says. That pulled a soft groan from him, one that had the wetness between her legs growing. She ground down again, both to hear that glorious sound and to get just a taste of friction, but it wasn't enough. Perhaps a less horny, more sensible MJ would be embarrassed at how eager she was being, but that was not this MJ. Peter chuckled and she felt him smile into the kiss, holding her closer. The grip he had on her tightened, only for his hands to fall down to her hips, lifting her slightly to slot one of his legs between hers. And she felt him grind against her mouth. Oh, grin. She felt him grin against her mouth at the surprised grunt that slipped out of her as she lowered her. He lowered her down. As he lowered her down on his jean clad thigh. Tonight, MJ stands for more junk. (laughs) (laughs) More jeans. She wants more junk in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) She felt confusion at first, but it instantly dissolved into understanding the second he rocked her against him. Friction. Okay. She could get behind this. Factor friction. (laughs) Her cheeks burned at the idea of getting herself off on his thigh, of rutting against him roughly, desperately, until she came. Fuck. She was horny enough it probably wouldn't take long. At first, each roll of her hips was careful, calculated. Her pace was slow, a hint of shyness to it as she followed his movements, her hands winding their way around his shoulders, toying with the curls at the nape of his neck. A quiet, tingling warmth bloomed from her center as she kissed him, as she rocked back and forth. It crawled up her spine, down her legs, this buzzing, prickling heat that made her forget how to breathe. She's going to start a fire in her own apartment. (laughs) (laughs) She has insurance. (laughs) Do you think it was a little, like a little spider up her back? Yes. His lips left hers, trailing along her cheek, down to the underside of her jaw, his tongue dragging hotly across her skin as he held her closer. How does that feel, baby? Does that feel good? A wavy smile tugged at her lips, her eyes fluttering closed. 
So good, she breathed. One of his hands moved to cradle the back of her neck, gently but with enough force to have her mind go blank, to make her clip pulse, to somehow make her even wetter than before. That's all it took to drive her that much faster, her movements growing in desperation as she ground herself on his thigh. That's it, MJ. The scratch in his voice made her stomach flip. <laughs> I pictured that as like, let's go sport. Like he's like coaching her. And a girl. Go to first base. <laughs> run, run, run. Grind harder. You're almost there. His breath tickled her neck, sending goosebumps across her skin as she exhaled shakily. It was intoxicating, more so than anything she'd had tonight. The feel of his fingers digging into her hips, the warm weight of his hands, the soft touch of his thumb on the underside of her jaw, the hard muscle of his thigh as it twitched underneath her. More than once, the air was stolen from her lungs at how overwhelming it all was, how it seemed that every single one of her senses was bombarded with something. The scent of his cologne as she breathed him in. <laughs> cool water. <laughs> Abercrombie Woods. <laughs> Abercrombie Woods. That's where spiders would be. What <laughs> in the Abercrombie Woods? <laughs> <laughs> One that she couldn't help but hope would linger on her pillows in the morning. His voice in her ear whispering filthy praises. The feel and friction of the denim fabric through her soaked panties. I love the idea that spiders hate cool water, but they love the Abercrombie Woods. <laughs> like, Ugh. cool water, no. Never. Meet <laughs> me in the Abercrombie Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other colognes right now. Uh, Nautica. Aqua di Gio. Aqua di Gio. Oh, that's French. And more, there's a lot of water that spiders won't like. <laughs> what about Fantasy uh, by Britney Spears? Spiders love fantasy. Love that so much. I bought that a couple of years ago because I wanted to see if it was as good as I remembered. And? Was it? I also bought Abercrombie, not Woods, but Abercrombie Fierce a few years ago Fierce too. Fierce for Matt, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, and I was having him wear it and I was like, this is too horny. I can't take it. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> too old for this now. <laughs> uh, so fucking wet, he murmured hotly. <laughs> Not too wet for a spider. <laughs> Breath catching at his own words. I can feel you making a mess all over me. Oh, wow. Fuck. Her jaw went slack. The itsy bitsy spider went up the water's junk. <gasps> Do you know what it's about? Down came the rain. It's about MJ coming. Semen and washed oh. the spider out. <gasps> Douching. So Peter has an itsy bitsy dick. <laughs> Is it his itsy bitsy spider? Wow. Crawling up her spout. Up came the sun because they're sleeping over. Sorry, parents. Song's ruined for you. Up came the sun and dried it on the rain. The itsy bitsy spider. Curled up the spout again because they're having morning sex. Oh, great. Great. I'll never read that nursery rhyme the same way again. Do <laughs> you remember doing that? Hey, Matt, do you want to play some Itsy Bitsy Spider? <laughs> hey, check that playlist. It's like nursery rhymes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Someone's for sure going to lay list that music league Itsy Bitsy Spider next week. I hope so. Uh, small um, little congratulations for Allie staying on top of the leaderboard overall. And for Danny, climb every mountain, getting number one, which I think you owe us. I climbed every spout. You owe us a small rendition. And that's on marketing because you guys positioned it <laughs> and it won. Yeah, exactly. Upvote every sad song <laughs> till yes. I chart the tops. Uh. <laughs> I'll keep submitting that song until the music league stops. And in perfect key. That was Thank you. beautiful. And if anyone was like, 
That podcast is so sexy. We made sure in the midst of them hooking up to yeah. sing Climb Every Mountain. It's perfect timing, really. And a nursery rhyme. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's get back to the frottage. Climb every water spout. <laughs> her jaw went slack, her mind numb, scattered with that pins and needles feeling, every single thought leaving except for the picture of the damp patch that'd be left behind when she finished, and imagining it only spurred her on. The rhythm of her hips faltering as the desperation for release grew. Oh, he asked, grinning wickedly against the crook of her neck. You like that? If MJ hadn't been completely lost in trying to get herself off on his thigh in the feeling of just how primal and desperate this all was, she'd have had some sort of a smart-ass retort about how it was pretty obvious that she liked that. But instead of a clever remark, it was a breathy whine, a slow nod of her head as she swallowed thickly. Her eyes screwed shut as she discovered a new angle that had her vision going hazy. She'd have to tell him later. Peter had other plans, apparently, not completely satisfied with her answer. He held her still, his hand firmly on her hip, keeping her from moving. It'd be embarrassing if she cared at all how hard she tried to get that friction back or how quickly she opened her mouth to speak. Fuck, God, yes. He hummed appreciatively against her, his lips finding and sucking on a particularly sensitive part of her neck as he let her move again. As his teeth grazed her skin, she couldn't help the heated shiver that rolled up her spine, knowing what her neck would look like in the morning. The effort to even hold herself up at this point became too much. She fell forward, pressing her forehead to his shoulder, panting hotly against him as the burn from the friction built and built, as the coil in her belly twisted, as she started to teeter right in the edge. Her grip on him tightened, her nails digging into his skin as her hands fell to the biceps she'd been ogling all night. It struck her then, though not for the first time, how lucky she was that things hadn't worked out with Brad. Sure, she probably would have had a good time with him anyway, but... Her train of thought was completely derailed when Peter tensed the muscles in his thigh. <laughs> Each grind against him had the white-hot pressure between her legs building, her clit throbbing as she squirmed in his lap, the movement of her hips erratic as she chased her release. I googled, like, with Spider-Man vehicles, because he usually is just threading around. Yeah. And um, he does have a couple, including the spider glider. <laughs> and I think she's taking a one-way spider glider ticket yes. to Grand Central Climb Action. <laughs> gliding that spider. She's gliding that spider. She is gliding. It was close, so fucking close, that she might just shatter from the tension. When it finally snapped, her entire body pulsed as she came with a cry of his name, her own thighs shaking as the warmth rushed from her head to the tips of her curling toes. Beat up. Peter Parker, this is exactly what I hoped for. I got you exactly where I want you. That's her climaxing, saying his name. I rubbed a hole in your jeans, (laughs) and my hole's been rubbed. You're going to need some new denim, Peter. You'll never look at denim the same way again, Peter Parker. <laughs> good luck good luck getting that wet spot out. He looks like a stain to me, Peter Parker. You better have a tide stick. Itsy bitsy spiders. <laughs> Itsy bitsy spiders. Hey, water, don't they, Peter? You're never getting it out. <laughs> I ruined that one leg. Seven more to go, Peter Parker. <laughs> Coming for his whole closet of jeans. <laughs> one leg at a time. <laughs> I'll take you down one leg at a time, Peter Parker. <laughs> 
Her muscles were still twitching moments later when she came back down to earth, just barely processing the feeling of Peter's lips dragging along the column of her throat, under her jaw, lingering on her cheek. Wow, shit, MJ said in a breathless chuckle. Peter's hand on her neck fell, smoothing down her back in a way that had her insides melting into a puddle of goo. Yeah, he replied softly. (laughs) Yeah. That's very spidery, too. (laughs) Too much warmth for having only just met the guy, though she couldn't say she was complaining. That was so fucking hot. He muttered filthily, watching you come all over my thigh, feeling you soaking my jeans. Watching you grab my Tide stick, watching you rub out the stain. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle hummed in agreement, closing her eyes again, lost in the feeling of his lips traveling her skin. Guess we should take them off. Ooh. Ooh, good move. Peter exhaled in amusement, cracking a smile before pulling her in for another slow, surprisingly sweet kiss. Guess so. She took this opportunity for herself, pressing her lips to the sharp line of his jaw, reveling in the way his breath hitched. Her head spun, swimming with arousal as his hands bunched the fabric of her dress around her hips, tugging it upward. Of course, she took the hint, like the good girl she was. In one swift, if not a little clumsy, given the adrenaline and horniness pumping through her veins, movement, the little black dress was thrown over her head, forgotten somewhere on the living room floor, leaving her in just delicate lace. Oh, fuck. He was shameless in the way he drank her in, his eyes raking over her body inch by inch, the feeling of him just looking at her enough to make the burning in her face radiate throughout her entire body. God, you're beautiful. A shiver rippled through her when he reached out to cup her lace-covered breast, his thumb swiping over the sensitive skin of her nipple. You already said that, she teased. His other hand dragged up her arm to her shoulder, gently brushing her curls back. And I'll say it again, he replied with gentle, good-humored determination. All the while, he reached behind her back and deftly unclasped her bra. It took some teamwork as she shrugged off the offending garment, letting the straps slide down her arms, watching as he tossed it somewhere behind him, and she poured all of her focus in not squirming at the way his eyes darkened. MJ could feel her heart beating in her throat, pounding in her ears as she watched the ragged rise and fall of his chest. It only raced more as he leaned forward, pulling her close, bending to place a hot kiss on the top of her right breast. A shaking, shuddering breath spilled from her lips as his own dragged across her soft skin. As he took her nipple into his mouth, his other hand was quick to work, cupping her other with a greed that had her skin igniting. Thank God. I was so stressed for a minute. (sighs) Equal nipple play. He knows the rules. Wango! (laughs) (laughs) She almost forgot herself, lost in the feeling of him. What does that mean? Laving at her breasts? Lapping, maybe? Laving, like because it's with his it tongue, like, laving, lavishing. Like if you put up a like a lavalier, maybe like lava lamping at her breasts. <laughs> yeah, like gently bubbling up and down to it, the surface, and then coming down in a really hypnotic motion, getting cool and hot in a neon way. Mm-hmm. At her breasts with his lips and tongue. I was just, I was saying, definitely that was lava yeah, lamping yeah, for sure. Too. Lava lamping. <laughs> but she remembered just as Peter switched sides and gently pushed him back with a hand on his shoulder. She tugged at his shirt. Your turn, she breathed. A lopsided cocky grin that had no business being as attractive as it was tugged at his lips. He leaned back, taking his sweet-ass time pulling his shirt over his head. It was truly a sight to behold, she thought, unable to stop herself as her gaze dragged along the glorious expanse of now-exposed skin. And his eight legs! (laughs) Are you a spider? (laughs) Oh, isn't there like an arachnid erectnid? Oh. Arachnid? That has to be an episode title. For sure. There it is. (sighs) Sure, she could tell from feeling him up that he'd been built like a great god, but holy shit. Fuck, you're pretty, she found herself saying under her breath. 
Peter's bottom lip was caught between his teeth. You should see me naked. Uh, prediction, I think she will. <laughs> I don't know, Danny. Spoil alert. Uh, the cards definitely look good. Not as good as Peter. Peter? Peter? <laughs> I mean, I've gotten pretty up close and personal with your dick already, she managed to joke. I think she said it like, I mean, I've gotten pretty up close and personal with your dick already, Peter Parker. <laughs> Is this, do you need to be MJ's voice the way Danny's Pansy's no, voice? No, no. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, okay, just a couple. Just okay. a couple. Although I do wish William Defoe was a guest on our pod so he could read these lines. Truly, can you imagine? We could probably get, do you think William Defoe's on, um, what's it called? Cameo? Yeah, and we could just have him read a few. For like a million dollars. <laughs> no kidding. How many people do you think are trying to get William Defoe? Probably not a lot. If you know William Defoe, please have him contact <laughs> us. Hi at fangasmpodcast.com. Call our William Defoe. <laughs> Please. Wait, can we at the end of this, I'll give the number and we can have people leave a William Defoe voicemail and their best Peter Parker. Please, please. Your most seductive William Defoe, make a William Defoe call to us and we can play him on the episode finale if you get it in for a week. That's great. And if for some reason you want to pre-record it and you get nervous calling in, you can always do a voice recording and email us. So some people get a little nervous. That's true. That's good. It's really, it is really fun to do. Allie, you've been friends with me too long that that even crossed your mind. Sure did. You're like, some weirdos <laughs> get nervous. Some weirdos are going to have an anxiety attack at the thought of one shot. <laughs> but they really want to be funny, so they need another way. <laughs> so, Allie, just do the next few lines that come up. Her lines dialogue. There won't be much. They're hooking up. Oh, okay, okay. She managed to joke, somehow able to keep breathing as her hand reached out to trace the lines of his abs. Her fingers trailing lower, toying with the button of his jeans. But yeah, I like that. <laughs> I sound nothing no. like William Dafoe. <laughs> Do you think Danny sounds like Pansy? That's no. not the point. You know? Exact what? <laughs> uh, excuse? It, it's like you have to do your touchstone before everyone. Like Peter Parker helps you get in his voice. So like, so I know I have to go like. Peter Parker, but yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just I, went from William Defoe to Lois from Family Guy. You like you you tripped and fell into Lois. From yes, Family that's Guy. true. I do. I'm like Peter Parker, <laughs> Peter, Peter, <laughs> Meg. No, 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 no. Stewie, MJ. <sighs> Peter shook his head in fond amusement, reeling her in the neck. Nope. <laughs> Attacking her. Punching her in the neck. (laughs) Reeling her in by the neck and pressing his lips to hers. This kiss was messier than the others, more urgent, all tongue and teeth. There was the faintest tremor to her hands as they both took on, unbuttoning his damn jeans, buzzing with nervous excitement as she fumbled with the zipper. And he surprised her, hooking his hand underneath one of her legs and hauling her onto the couch, pressing her into the cushions as his lips found hers again. It was a whole new world. Don't sing the song. Mm. Having him on top of her. I didn't say that the author did. That's cute. Flush against his chest, the feeling of his skin on hers making her dizzy. He helped in kicking his jeans off, leaving him in a pair of boxer briefs that left nothing to the imagination. The hard line of his cock pressed against her still-covered core, her mind going absolutely blank as he subtly ground himself into her. She sucked in a breath, her hips bucking up to meet his. (laughs) Fuck, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) She groaned, breaking from the kiss, rolling her head back. What is it, Em? 
His voice was low in her ear, the sound eliciting a shiver that climbed up her spine as his hand traveled down her side, over her thigh, hiking it up higher around his waist. Tell me what you want. What if all of a sudden Peter sounded like actually Peter Griffin? <laughs> what is it, Em? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Allie. That was so good, Allie. Uh, Lois, uh, tell me what you want. Has Peter been here this entire time sitting inside of you waiting for his arrival party? Uh, I love Family Guy, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shocked right now. Okay, well, minute 30, minute 900 of episode six, <laughs> we found Allie's... Family Guy voice. Wow. I used to do an impression of Mr. Herbert. He was the pedophile neighbor. <laughs> and go, hey, you sexy son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Mmm, <laughs> Chris, come over here. <laughs> oh, the whistle. I mean, we, have we done a full cartoon? Any stories? No. I mean, we did sort of Beauty and the Beast, but I think we yeah. do for a family guy. There's got to be some family fanfic. We should do a really funny offbeat. Yeah, we'll do it on Patreon. So just that we have the whole cast. <laughs> now that we know that we have all here. <laughs> oh, God. That was amazing, Allie. Thank you. Oh, what do you think if I just whip out one of my greatest impressions right now in the story? What do you think? Up to you. I don't know. Like, just going to try it. It's perfect. <laughs> She's sexy, son of a bitch. <laughs> God, if this man didn't fuck her right now. I want you. Peter smiled into her neck. I'm right here. She let out a frustrated huff, though there was nothing she could do about the faint, lazy grin that played at her lips. He was really going to make her say it, huh? The little shit. Want you inside me? Fuck, need your cock inside me. The words spilled from her in a jumbled, breathy mess. Oh, want you inside me? Fuck, need your (laughs) cock inside me. The words spilled from her in a jumbled, breathy mess. The desperation in her own voice causing her to involuntarily roll her hips against him again. Please. Somehow his smile grew. Because how could he possibly say no? He didn't waste any more time, hooking his thumbs underneath the trim of her lace panties. The thought of him tearing them off flashed across her mind, again. You can, she stopped him, rip them if you want. (laughs) Peter looked up at her, brows raised. You sure? They're Target, five for 25. (laughs) They're old. I've been meaning to get new ones. (laughs) While his hesitance was appreciated, cute even, it was not that big of a deal. After all, they'd been not even $5 at Target. Oh my God. I swear to God, I did not see that. Really? Because I was thinking- I swear to God, I did not even look down. That's amazing. I believe you. I was lost in where we were because you were- Again, Allie is- Clairvoyant. The author of this story so that she could pull- This is the long con. So she could pull out her William Defoe and her cast of characters of Family Guy and make a Target <laughs> She even had to say, don't sing Little Mermaid out loud. Yeah. Who does do that except for Allie? Who else would? I was like, note to self, do not sing it. It's going to get too obvious. They're going to know you're in on it. Oh my gosh. Wow, that's so weird. That's crazy. Wow. I don't know. I, I did not see that. You're clairvoyant. <laughs> well, that's where I get my underwear from a lot is Target. Five for $25. That's a great deal. Yeah, it's a great deal. This is like a live stranger than fiction where like every word she utters becomes true. And then everyone knew that I was dressed as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and then, just as I predicted, he didn't need to know that, but still. Just do it, she urged him, narrowing her eyes challengingly, playfully. Peter huffed out a slightly strained laugh. Okay, okay. And then he did it with such nonchalance, taking the waistband in both of his hands and ripping them with an ease that made her mouth go dry. As was the running theme throughout the night, Peter had completely understood the assignment. She mused as he tossed the torn lace over his shoulder. 
It was not even a full second later, and her own hands were practically yanking at the waistband of his boxer briefs. She didn't miss the slight jitter to his hands as they covered hers, pushing his underwear down, a deep sense of satisfaction flooding her at the idea that he was just as desperate as she was at the sight of his achingly hard length. So, itsy-bitsy as it was, it still is as hard. <laughs> He's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> it was all a rush, heady and mind-numbing as he wrapped her legs around his waist. A wet moan slipped from her as he took himself in his hand and started to swipe the head of his cock up and down her slit. He buried his face in the crook of her neck, cursing under his breath as he coated himself in her arousal, circling her clit before tapping it once, twice. Is this thing on? Hello? (laughs) But then, as he lined himself up, as he kissed the slope of her shoulder, it hit her. While it may have been MJ's hot girl summer, it was also safe girl summer. Wait, wait, wait. Her hand pressed against his chest, pushing him back. Condom. Nice. Good job. Ah, yeah, Peter swore again, hanging his head. Bedroom? He breathed into her skin. The gods really were smiling on her today. Wordlessly, she nodded, almost losing her balance as she stood on two wobbly legs, pulling Peter up with her. They're too wobbly, try eight! (laughs) (laughs) Warmth bloomed in her chest, her stomach, her face, when his hand rested at the small of her back, holding her steady. The living room was forgotten, as were the clothes and underwear that cluttered the floor. She could worry about that later, she dismissed. Now was not the time for cleaning. Doesn't she have a roommate? Mm-hmm. Oh. She was like hoping she wasn't home. You're saying that they need to clean? <laughs> I'll just wait for my roommate to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> now was not the time for cleaning. Now was the time for finally getting some dick. Good dick. Oh, would you look at that? It's good dick o'clock. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, the hands are aligned all over the good dick. <laughs> Peter's hands were on her again the second the door clicked shut. Greedy and rough as they shamelessly groped her body. The feel of his erection pressing against her lower stomach, of his hard body flush against hers. All of it had her pulse spiking, her lips parting as his fell to her neck again. But he broke away before they lost themselves again, resting his forehead against hers for a brief moment. Condoms are... He trailed off. For suckers! (laughs) (laughs) His voice trailed off, voice rough with desire. It took her more than a second to remember. Ah, a bedside table, chop drawer, she replied. Awesome, he lingered, biting the inside of his lip. Can you do something for me? Confusion and, in all honesty, a little apprehension poked their way through her haze of arousal. Her brow furrowed slightly. What is it? Get on your hands and knees, he asked, gesturing to the mattress. The quick relief she felt was instantly overshadowed by the way her legs nearly buckled at his words. By the way her breath caught in her throat. It was polite the way he asked to fuck her from behind. (laughs) A true gentleman. A consummate gentleman. (laughs) Though it wasn't as if he were actually asking. She knew that this was him telling her how he wanted her. But again, it was polite. Can you hear that? The dog? Mm -hmm. The sound of MJ. (laughs) Doggy style. On all fours. Is that that MJ barking? Is that that MJ's doggy style? Can you hear that? It was refreshing. And we're trying the sound effects one more time. It was wonderful, knowing the way he wanted me. He wanted me doggy style. Cue it, Puffin. Puffin, this is your cue. Hit it, Puff. Allie's going to do the voice. Puff will do the sound effects. Uh, Good, Peter's mouth quirked upward, and he turned to the bedside table, making sure to give her a light pat on the ass, gently nudging her to the bed. 
She crawled onto the mattress on her hands and knees, just like he'd asked, her stomach flipping with anticipation. The sound of him rifling through the drawer, of him tearing the wrapper open, of him moving behind her made her unconsciously squeeze her legs closer together, anything to relieve the ache between her thighs. Glancing over her shoulder, she watched him, breath hitching as he rolled on the condom before pumping himself a few times. That did not help said ache. End of episode. Ho, ho, ho. Pump ho, ho. up the dick. Pump it uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Woo. Okay. Mid coit. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your spout up or down? I like it. <laughs> I did the uh, on key. <laughs> That's so people know it's a children's rhyme reference. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh, my spout is up. I've climbed up the spout, (laughs) down the spout, only to want to climb it back up again. I'm gushing down the spout. Ride that spout. (laughs) Ride that spout. Oh, yeah. This is all sex, all episode. Yeah. It's like a solid hookup, tip to tail. So, yeah, this is great. We're in the thick of it. Thick. We're in the dick of it. I'm also spout skyward. I've climbed up. It's raining. I think this is so great. I'm so excited and I'm so proud of her for saying safe girl summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's great. D-Man? The summer can have a bunch of patterns. Safe, hot. It can be everything. It's true. It's like a Mad Libs. <laughs> How hot and wet and safe do you want your summer? Um, loved it. We're in all the meat and potatoes, the sexy time. I'm living for it. And just, I love, Allie, how well you did at writing the story. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Just kidding, just kidding. Huge, huge, huge kudos to Spider-Man Homecoming and Spidey's MJs. This story is so much fun. And it feels like it was written for us, which is not the case. It was, we found in the wild, but it's perfect and we love it. It's so great. Do we, does anyone have the phone number handy for people to do their William to phone call? We need a William to phone call. And if you want to place a William to phone call, call 872-216-0881. Or if you'd like to pre-record a message and email it to us instead, you can email it uh, to hi at fangasmpodcast.com. Woo. And all you need to do is pretend to be William Defoe and sexy talk to us. Yeah, that's it. And we will play it. Will we get to play it in the last episode? Is this the penultimate right now? Yeah, seven's the last one. But we could always have it right, and Suze can edit it in. Yes. Have all of your William Defoe impressions in by Friday, March 25th, because that will be enough time for us to get it on the seventh episode. Splice it in. I also love that we're like, I know we're going to be getting hundreds, so please get it in time. It'll just be us <laughs> changing our voice a hundred times. <laughs> I'm going to do a Peter Griffin as William Defoe. No, um, you need to do Peter William Parker? Defoe talking to, yeah. <laughs> Have a dialogue between William Defoe and Peter Parker as no Peter Griffin as Have Peter the Peter's Parker. Touch. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Okay, guys, that was a blast. I'm so excited for the finale. Love you. We'll see you next week for the finale. Yay. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye. Eat a packa. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. 
And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals. 